Hello and welcome to today's podcast. Your host, Bo J. Simpson, will be with you in a moment. But first, today's American Newscast podcast is brought to you by Jung Chung's North Korean Family Restaurant. Head on down to Jung Chung's today and discover signature dishes like dirt porridge, unwashed cabbage, and bones of the dead soup. Oh, so yummy. Yummy in my tum-tum tummy. Can't make it into the restaurant? No problem. Their 10-year-old son, Kim Jong-dang, can ride his rickety old moped like a bat out of hell. He's three foot four and doesn't speak English, but he can deliver anywhere in the San Fernando Valley in 30 minutes or less. They literally beg you to please patron their restaurant so they never have to return to that North Korean hellhole again. And now, your American Newscast Podcast, hosted by Bo J. Simpson! Right. Loving the positive energy coming out of Jung Chung's North Korean Family Barbecue. Now that we got that business out of the way, let's get down to the damn jokes. In the fashion world, struggling retailer Forever 21 announced that it's rebranding itself to better connect with their true customer base. From here on out, Forever 21 will be known as Unfortunately 43. That's fantastic, but perhaps the biggest story this week is that Category 4 Hurricane Dorian is barreling towards Florida and could cause catastrophic damage. President Trump tried to capitalize on the situation by offering a million dollars in aid to anyone who promises to vote for him in 2020. He clarified that while the offer does not apply to the Jews, and the offer does apply, excuse me, to the Jew and the darkies, it does not apply to the brownies. He advised that the brownies start swimming back to wherever the fuck they came from, before the storm makes landfall. Meteorology leaders originally explored naming the storm in honor of Trump, but Hurricane Sociopath didn't exactly roll off the tongue. Florida residents are scrambling to prepare for landfall by stopping, stocking up on plywood and crack. Human insulin cartridge and U.S. Attorney General William Barr caught flack for booking a $30,000 holiday party at Trump's D.C. hotel this week. A clear conflict, conflict of interest. Obviously, if your boss owns a hotel and you book a party there, you're trying to kiss some butthole. But Barr insisted the move was ethical and claimed that he chose the location because it has a feeding trough big enough to fit his fat pig face unbelievable justification there but he is a fat piece of shit so we got to go with what we got in another troubling story this week the trump administration moved 155 million dollars in federal disaster relief funds from fema to help finance his border wall initiative trump insisted the move was no big deal and that if people were so worried about getting caught in a disaster they shouldn't have elected him in the first place Analysts agree he has no idea what the fuck he's talking about. Over in the east wing of the White House, Melania Trump, the first lady, spent the week doing what she normally does, screaming in the mirror and carving swastikas into family photos. 
Out in New York State, more than 10,000 people saw marijuana convictions expelled from their records this week. Big time overturning of convictions. Experts see it as one small step for stoners and one giant leap for 7-Eleven hot dog sales. Over on the business front, retailer Target just announced it'll open 25 Disney stores within a store this week. Oh joy, said America's parents all at once. Just what I need, another place to buy our whiny kids a bunch of useless Disney shit. Donald Duck is excited to use the all-gender bathrooms in Target because he's yet to locate any genitals. Over in Sweden, a new scientific study concluded there's no single gay gene in human genetics. However, they did discover a fabulous gene they think may be related. International hotel chain Marriott announced it'll no longer provide small shampoo and, uh, and lotion bottles so they can cut back on environmental waste. Traveling businessmen everywhere are furious. What the fuck are we supposed to jack off with then? They exclaimed. That's the whole point of going out on the road. On the sports front, college football kicked off this weekend all over the nation's face. ESPN's famed sportscaster Stephen A. Smith said he's very excited for the season and that it should be, quote, unpredictable, unapologetical, and epistemologically medicinal all at the same time. Indianapolis Colts quarterback Andrew Luck over on the professional front, he shocked fans this week by unexpectedly retiring because he had ongoing pain with several injuries that had been crippling him. Apparently, at one point, he had a lacerated liver that forced him to piss blood. No Thanks. Uh, Andrew said it was a tough decision, but he looks forward to being able to spend more time doing what he loves most, growing out that disgusting signature neck beard. He said he plans to join an Amish community and take a shit all over it with his neck beard. On the Democratic front, it was just announced that the big September debate will be held to just three hours and for one night only, which is far less than the previous debates. Uh, Frontrunner Joe Biden was thrilled by the news because he thinks he may be able to stay awake for the entire thing. Good luck there, Grandpa Joe. In actually tragically fake news... Well-respected Boston journalist Lawrence O'Donnell made the wrong kind of headlines this week when he falsely reported that Donald Trump acquired loans from Deutsche Bank that were co-signed by Russian oligarchs. Obviously, this would be a huge bomb smell. Bomb smell. It would be a huge bombshell and smoking gun that would condemn Trump. Trump? had it been true. However, it fucking wasn't. O'Donnell had to retract the story because it came from an unconfirmed source. Of course, he then had to suffer the president's fake news ire on Twitter, which unfortunately, in this case, was actually deserved. To smooth things over, O'Donnell paused his TV show for a while on Friday to say he was wicked sorry and that the situation was wicked, wicked pissa. Matt Damon's character from Goodwill Hunting did not like those apples. In another controversial report from Washington, the Post claimed that Donald Trump offered a pardon 
staff members if they broke the law in order to get the border wall built by 2020. He's willing to do anything, including pardon staff members who break the law to get it done. But Donald Trump says that's fake fucking news. He says he was so infuriated and he just took to Twitter for to a firestorm. He said, I didn't offer them pardons. Okay. What I'm what am I poor? I offered them a prostitute who doesn't mind pee pee and Alex paid Alex Spence paid trip to Russia in their own private Puerto Rican village, okay. Washington was further rattled this week by news that Senator Johnny Isaacson is going to retire at the end of the year. Democrats see it as a rare chance to gain a seat in the South, while President Trump sees it as an opportunity to elect a great guy who will do whatever he wants and address him as Donald of Nazareth. California just became the latest state to offer tuition-free community college, so if you live in California and need a useless associate's degree in criminal justice, now's the time. In good news, Missouri's eight-week abortion ban was blocked this week by a federal judge. The judge based his argument on the principle that most people from Missouri should have been aborted to begin with. Quote, just look at you, he exclaimed. In personal news, my grandma, Gammy, just launched her first Instagram account. According to her, it's a high-level concept where she's posting X-rated content she shoots in her elderly home. She asked me to ask you to follow her at underscore granny shit you can't unsee 420. I'll tell you what, you give her one joint, she's got an Instagram account, and she's filming shit you can't unsee. God bless her, 87 years old, still keeping it fresh. Well, that about does it for the newscast podcast this week, but I wanted to take a special moment and thank disgruntled white males everywhere across America. It's been one whole week, and there's been no mass shootings. Way to go, you wild, wild boys. Let's keep those uh, those semi-automatic assault rifles in your grandpa's closet where they belong. I also want to thank my esteemed producer, Torrance Rogan, and my sound engineer, Barry Rosenbaum III. As always, I'm Bo J. Simpson, wishing you... A blessed day and a dangerously sexy night. We'll see you next time.